Entrepreneur on Fire, 872. If you're presented with a choice, a decision in life, you can stay in your comfort zone or you can take action. Take action. Don't even think about it. Just go. John Lee Dumas presents EO Fire and FreePodcastCourse.com. Launch your podcast in 15 days and ignite. Working with an individual graphic designer has its limitations. Timing is one. Want dozens of designs to choose from in just seven days? Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. Be there for your customers no matter where you are. Go to evoice.com slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. Fire Nation, this is a special offer for you. So visit evoice.com slash fire today. Entrepreneurs near and far. John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Danny Flood. Danny, are you prepared to ignite? I am 150% prepared to ignite. You were only 120% in the pre-interview, so something happens, I like it. And Fire Nation, (laughs) Danny is the author of Buy Your Own Island and owns a magazine and podcast called Open World, based on his adventures over the last four years traveling the world. Danny has launched three location-independent businesses and shares everything he's learned in his book. Danny... Given Fire Nation just a little insight. So share a little bit more about you personally and expand upon the biz. Yeah, sure. So I'm 29 years old now. And uh, several years ago, I graduated from university, uh, facing the dying task of trying to figure the rest of my life out. I was broke, unemployed, uh, had very few options. And um, I basically, whenever I tried to get a job, I kept getting fired after one month or so. I wasn't a very good employee. So I kind of became an <laughs> entrepreneur because... Uh, I kept getting spit out, you know, <laughs> I had no choice. So uh, I had this stubborn and willingness to give up. And um, one of the things that kind of really shook me up uh, as a personal entrepreneur was travel. I always dreamed of freedom, just like yourself, John. Um, and I've been very fortunate. I've traveled over the last four years and really experienced a whole lot. And it was really uh, my journey as an entrepreneur, which helped enable the lifestyle that I've created. Um, I've had the most amazing adventures around the world and, and met the most incredible people uh, from Bangkok to Buenos Aires. I've hosted dinner parties for entrepreneurs, location independent entrepreneurs, um, had all kinds of adventures. I, I, won't, I don't have time or space for it now, but uh, the book Buy Your Own Island kind of condenses these experiences and uh, shares what I've learned. And to buy your own island is, is a metaphor and a challenge to take your biggest lifelong dream goals and, and really putting a plan and a system in place to make them reality. Danny, what do you think it is that keeps most of us from traveling? You know, there's so many excuses we have, money, time, responsibilities. Everybody you talk to seems to have this dream, this pipe dream in their minds of, you know, I want to travel the world. I want to see the ruins of Italy and Rome and wherever. What stops most people? Well, most people say that it's, like you said, money and time. But what it really is, it's an inner dialogue in our heads, John. And, um, you know, it's, it's basically we don't want to leave our comfort zone. And, and what I feel is that um, <laughs> I'm a little bit embarrassed to admit this, but I, I started out kind of in the pickup artist community. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I was really like really experimenting with getting outside of my comfort zone and, and really doing things that really shook me up. And I was terrified of doing, you know, and I think the more that you uh, take errors on the side of action, the more your comfort zone expands, uh, the more confidence you have in yourself. And uh, I've been thinking about this recently. Like I, John, I really consider myself really weird because I'm, I'm kind of so far outside of the, the realm of what's considered normal that 
you know, <laughs> I, I could get into this more. But as far as traveling, I mean, I could tell you what it was for me. Like, uh, I really dreamed of going to South America and just backpacking around. But I was, I had all these irrational fears of what could happen. So the way I, I encountered that fear is I, I broke it down into something small. Like, I'm from San Diego. So uh, I just went to live in Mexico for two months and just did an experiment. And I really advocate this approach to people. Like, if you have a really big goal and, and you're afraid to get started, just make it break it into small manageable chunks and then uh, just act on that. And then and you realize, wait, my fear was totally unfounded. Now, my question is, and this is not to you so much, Danny, but as the, but to Fire Nation, who wants to be normal? Like, why do we strive to be normal? Like, what's this big desire to fit in, to be the norm? I mean, you know, frankly, honestly, and this is true, I mean, a lot of studies show this, you know, it's innate, you know, the herd mentality where we're born wanting to fit in, wanting to be accepted, because that's how the caveman and women survived back in the day. But guess what? We don't live in caves anymore, Fire Nation. It's okay not to be normal. And I actually love being abnormal and having my friends just be like, oh yeah, that's just John, you know, going off again to India or Guatemala or just starting a podcasting thing. Like, you know, they expect it now. And, and you know, and that's what I want. I want them to expect the un or the unexpected from me, I think is the best way to put it. And Danny, I want to really get into your journey a little bit here because that's the major focus. So take us to your worst entrepreneurial moment and tell us that story. Yeah, John. So I thought really long and hard about this. And I've had a lot of struggles, both in business and life, um, to get to the point where I am. But if I had to pick a low point, I think it would be a few years ago when I was back in San Diego. And um, I was an entrepreneur, but I, I basically I trapped myself. <laughs> and so I was at Starbucks on the morning of Christmas Day, and I was sitting there working on my laptop. I was like a martyr for my business. You know? <laughs> <laughs> And I wasn't doing anything important. And so what happened was uh, this, the barista walked up to me and she said, why are you working on Christmas? And I was like, I had no good answer for her. So I just, I just retorted back, why are you working on Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> and, and so basically, I, I was, she was there because she had to be. You know, I was there because I trapped myself in my business and I had no way out. And you know, life's not just about clever comebacks. You have to, to grow. You really have to be vulnerable and admit when you have a flaw. And she made a great point. I think uh, as entrepreneurs, even though we escape the nine to five, we still get caught up in a rat race of a different kind. So we could have our business, but then we also have a friend who has a business and he's making five times more money than we are. So we got to keep up with the Joneses. And when you compare yourself this way, it can really hurt you because uh, you feel like a failure. And um, we put these unrealistic expectations of ourselves and we feel flawed and we're unhappy if we don't achieve them. So uh, Tony Robbins in one of his really old audio programs, I don't know if you can find it anymore because it's like from 1980, but... He's been at it for a while, but uh, he says he was talking to an investment banker or a lawyer who was making a million dollars a year, but he considered himself unsuccessful because the standard of success was they had to make three million a year. And Tony says that, this is crazy. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> in his voice, which you can imagine, he's like, standards of success are one, I give it my all, and two, I learn something. And when you set these standards, it makes it impossible to fail. And what this really does is it helps you get over yourself because it, it, it takes away that fear of failure and the fear, you just got to do it. Like you were, you were terrified when you launched Entrepreneur on Fireground. Yeah. And, and, and then your, your mentor came and you said, John, you just got to, she slapped you and said, John, you just got to <laughs> launch this thing. <laughs> I think Jamie would really appreciate you using that terminology and uh, it's, it's a reality. <laughs> she was in the same room as me and she took the back of her hand and she just went right across my face and she said, John, 
launch your flipping podcast? Like, what are you doing? And I didn't have a good answer, but it was that innate terror that we all have. And, and Danny, like, let's just kind of break it down for Fire Nation. Like, you were there Christmas Day. The barista comes up to you and she asks you, you know, why are you working on Christmas? By the way, did you end up dating her? Uh, no, I didn't. I had trouble getting a date. In those oh, days, well, honestly. you said you were a pickup artist. So I figured, you know, that was, <laughs> <laughs> so she asked you, why are you working? Blah, blah, blah. And you had, you had really no good answer and you were able to break out of your shell. I mean, Fire Nation, what's it going to take for you, my listeners right now to break out of your shells? And, you know, what's it going to take? Is it going to take, you know, being 85 years old, you know, on your deathbed before you realize that, you know, you, you want to take advantage of these opportunities you have, or is it going to be now today? And Danny, that's what I really want to get through to my listeners. But what do you want to sum up, you know, the lessons learned from your worst entrepreneurial moment? Yeah, so I can kind of tell you a little bit about my progression from that point on. Uh, should, I, should I continue that? Yeah, Sean, or? continue, my friend. We're all about the story. Okay, so let's kind of get into the aha moment. So, um, I kind of had a couple of aha moments that happened simultaneously after that, um, after that Christmas horror story. <laughs> uh, it wasn't long after that that I, I realized I had to get a life. You know, I, I had very few friendships that I was cultivating uh, beyond my clients. Um, I didn't like spending time with my family <laughs> during the holidays. So, uh, but at that time, I was reading the four-hour work week, and it kind of opened my eyes, and I thought, hmm, I'm a pretty smart guy. I shouldn't be struggling like this. Um, so I focused on working smarter, not harder, and then there was one exercise in that book called, it's a dreamlining exercise. And um, I got together a few friends. Uh, I had one friend who started a group in San Diego called Forward Motion San Diego. And uh, we got a few friends together at Cafe 976 on Cass Street. I can almost see that cafe from my window. <laughs> so you can imagine this uh, scene, the setting here. So we were there in Pacific Beach, San Diego, and uh, we each had these sheets and we wrote down our dream goals. And it was really eye-opening for me because uh, all of my goals were work-related. You know, I hit a higher sales volume, you know, sign up more clients, uh, add staff. Um, and from that mastermind group, uh, or sorry, from that, from that exercise, we created a mastermind group amongst my friends based on the exercise. And that really made a huge difference. And then uh, the aha moment, which followed that with business, was uh, I learned this from a, a local uh, marketing expert named Kevin Wilk. Um, and he said that you don't really need a lot of clients to make a full-time income. And that was a huge breakthrough for me because before that, I was kind of stuck on this hamster wheel, chasing these arbitrary income goals um, that I had posted on my wall. And I felt like I was getting no closer to them. And I was chasing after too many leads. So I flipped my funnel around and uh, turned my focus on my best clients uh, who paid me what I wanted and were also low maintenance and offered them more services and larger packages. And then I worked to strengthen these relationships and then even when I was in Buenos Aires, for example, I mean, these relationships were ironclad no matter where I was because I built such a high degree of loyalty and goodwill amongst them. So there's just a lot of aha moments to, to take away from here, Fire Nation. I mean, you're listening right now. Danny was focused on the wrong things. I mean, he was really having these goals that even if he achieved them, I mean, what was that really bringing him? So that's why when you sit down and you do your dreamlining and you set your goals, really picture achieving those goals. And if you do achieve those goals, which of course you want to do, are you at the place you even want to be? I mean, that's a huge and powerful question. So Danny, for you, you know, what do you want to share with our listeners with Fire Nation about this epiphany, this aha moment that you had that you think can really impact my listeners? Well, I think one other takeaway the listeners could take from this, um, in my case, more money didn't really motivate me. You know, there's, there's studies that show that 
after a certain amount, more money isn't going to make you bring you any more happiness. But these really fun, crazy dream goals, you know, like I lived as a cowboy in Patagonia or doing tango in Buenos Aires or carnival in Brazil. I mean, these things really excited me and gave me a reason to show up to work each day and give it my all back then. And uh, back in those days, I was really motivated by this pursuit of, I guess, pleasure and passion. But, uh, you know, now I'm, I'm more aligned with my, my overall purpose and that really excites me too. But I think you need to find out what, what really does fire you up. <laughs> because if you're just chasing after things because you feel like, you know, it's what you should be doing, it's what all of society is doing, um, we can clearly see based on where society is going, this is not working for most people. You know, um, 70% of Americans hate their jobs. I mean, so if, if you're just doing this because you feel like it's something you should be doing, I mean, you really need to maybe just look back and, and introspect and, and see what, what do I really value and, and, you know, how can I create more of what I want in my life? So Fire Nation, I want to kind of paint a picture for you right now because we're about to dive into what I call the one-minute mindset, Danny, with you. And for Fire Nation, you're listening right now, guess what? It's 3 a.m. in Thailand where Danny is at right now. Am I correct on the timing, Danny? Yes, 3.25 a.m. So we started at 3 a.m. It's now 3.25 a.m. I really want to share with you, Fire Nation, a little side note here because I think it'd be really powerful is Danny, he's just chilling out right now. He's 3.25 a.m. He's in Thailand. He wanted to talk to Fire Nation. So here he is. He made it happen. You know, when we first got on, he's like, John, I might have to whisper during the interview because my girlfriend's sleeping next door. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not going to talk in a whisper. This is Fire Nation. We deserve to give them our best. So Danny, you manned up. Good job. You'll pay for it tomorrow, no doubt, or later today. But uh, you're coming through loud and clear, my friends. But are you ready for the one minute mindset? Five insights into your mind. I am ready, John. I'm 150% ready. <laughs> You're still at 150. Okay, that's cool. I, I'm at 200%. Sorry, yes. I'm intensifying my desire, John. <laughs> Ideally, what do the first 60 minutes of your day look like? Well, John, I, I travel so much, so it, it changes uh, from place to place. But I say the first 60 minutes of my work day, swallow that frog. Brian Tracy. Brian Tracy, yeah. There's so many things we could be doing as entrepreneurs, and it's, it's easy to fall prey to the shiny object syndrome where we dip one toe in and try to do too many things. I think most important thing is to uh, set up systems that work really well, trust in those systems, and then uh, let them run themselves and uh, improve them based on customer feedback. I think it's all about feedback. No, that's amazing. And you know, you mentioned how incredibly powerful for you four hour work week was and how Tim Ferriss is just the systems guy. And actually, you know, here we're speaking right now on January 20th. On January 19th, I actually brought Tim Ferriss on a personal hangout, just me and him on a Google Hangout. And then we broadcasted it to Podcasters Paradise, my community. And that was a question that all of the Podcast Paradise members were asking him during this hangout was Tim, like, Talk about your systems. Like, how do you create these systems? Like, X, Y, Z. And it's so important, Fire Nation, to really realize that, hey, I can sit down, I can do something once, and then perfect it and replicate it over and over again, and then even potentially outsource that at a future time. Danny, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? I lack the discipline that you do, John, uh, which I envy. Um, I'm pretty spontaneous and I suppose a little bit passionate and I have trouble repressing certain uh, urges, I guess. So, but, but I have gotten good at like if I have an unhealthy habit, uh, for example, like here in Bangkok where I am now, uh, I was eating these sugary waffles every day. I had this urge for this <laughs> sugar rush. So I just replaced that urge with something healthier like a yogurt, for example. Um, yeah, you know, so I, I have trouble repressing some of these urges like for, for junk food, but uh, I guess I can... Charles Duhigg says uh, the power of habit. When you have an impulse, um, you can replace the habit. So I just replaced 
the waffle with the yogurt. So uh, I hope that's a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> what is your biggest strength? Biggest strength, I mean, I've, I've taken my licks, uh, paid my dues, and it's, it's made me so appreciative of the opportunities I've had. I've learned to take um, <clears throat> any input, good or bad, and, and frame it in a positive way to make me stronger uh, and more grounded and more hopeful. Um, I think once you've been through the fire and experienced the worst, it, it makes you so much stronger and unbelievably powerful. It's like uh, Star Wars and Obi-Wan uh, talks to Darth Vader, and he says, if you strike me down, I should become more powerful than you can imagine. I think... Uh, when you've been through that fire and, and come out of it, I think it makes you unstoppable. What is a habit, Danny, you wish you had? I wish I was more disciplined and uh, you know, able to stick to routines more, <laughs> which is, is, is a challenge for, I think, a lot of us. Totally is, even for me, who's just sitting here in his studio seven days a week. Danny, <laughs> what is one thing that has you more fired up than anything else right now? I'm really fired up by my business um, that I've created in this last year and a half and the chance to share my message. I'm really fired up by this book because it was something I dreamed about doing. Um, after I, I accomplished all these dream goals around the world, I, I thought about what am I going to do next? You know, John, what am I going to do that's bigger? What am I going to do tomorrow that's bigger than what I did yesterday? And um, I, I really took some time, you know, at, back when I was back in San Diego and really meditated a lot, spent a lot of time at the beach, um, trying to figure out what's, where's my purpose in life. I've, I've explore the world. What's my place in it? And so I really feel like what I'm doing now, I'm, I'm really passionate about what I'm doing. I feel like I'm, I'm following this higher purpose and it really has me fired up, John. Danny, what I love that you did is you slowed down. You know, you stopped for a second, you took a deep breath, you looked around and you said, what is it that I actually want? And Fire Nation, it's so sad how many people go their whole lives never asking themselves this question or asking themselves this question when it's way too late. And, you know, you're listening to this podcast right now if you're Fire Nation. So you are already way ahead of the game because you're at least having these thoughts or you're at least putting yourself in a situation to consume these ideas and to maybe do something about it. So, you know, congratulations for that. But now take that next step. And take a step and, and, and take a slowdown, you know, chill out for a second, look around and see what your next step wants to be intentionally. So Danny, what we're going to do now is enter the lightning round. But right before we do that, we are going to take a minute to thank our sponsors. Why are you an entrepreneur? Perhaps it's because you don't want someone else dictating what ideas you pursue or what projects you work on. Or maybe it's the flexibility owning your own business provides. I'm an entrepreneur for the freedom it affords me to do what I'm passionate about whenever and wherever I want. And with the help of the internet and services like eVoice... I can. With a toll-free number, professional voice greeting, and dial-by-name directory, eVoice transforms any phone into my business phone. So when my customers or business partners call, they're automatically sent to wherever I am. Whether I'm out exploring new passions and ideas or in the backyard hanging out, I can still deliver the exceptional and professional service my customers expect. Want to try it for yourself? Go to evoice.com slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. Fire Nation, this is a special offer for you. So visit evoice.com slash fire today. That's evoice.com slash fire. 
Back in the late 1900s, when weblogs began to appear, authors had little to say over how content was displayed. Full posts appeared in chronological order and blocked text beneath a banner with either a right or left sidebar. That was it. These days, you need to make every visit count. Your homepage is your point of contact with both first-time and repeat visitors, so you want it to be visually appealing and easy to navigate. Remember, your website visitors don't have a ton of patience. You only have a few seconds to hold their attention. Luckily, we have 99designs to help us make our sites both beautiful and user-friendly. 99designs is the world's largest marketplace for graphic design and gives you access to over 900,000 talented designers. So whether you're looking for an eye-catching website design, a sleek new banner ad, or icons to help you drive more traffic to your site, 99designs can help. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Fire. Danny, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Yes, John. Sounds like a plan. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Uh, Well, John, I kind of started out really early. My dad cultivated me when I was nine years old uh, as an entrepreneur. I had a father who was an entrepreneur. Um, he told me to go around knocking on doors in our condo development, offering to take out people's trash. and so it was a free service I was doing when I was nine years old. And I was just working for tips. Um, and so he had me doing this, you know, door to door. And I, I really, I guess when you start being an entrepreneur at nine and you have a father who's a serial entrepreneur, it kind of ingrained itself in your DNA. So I don't know if I, anything hold me back because I, I really didn't have a choice. So <laughs> what is the best advice you've ever received? Well, my father gave me a lot of great advice. Um, things like he told me things like today is the first day of the rest of your life. Cream always rises to the top. Uh, quitters never win. Winners never quit. I guess he was instilling in me the desire and the, the mindset to never give up. Share one of your personal habits that you believe contribute to your success. One of the most powerful things I've ingrained into my routine is uh, starting a gratitude journal, which I write in regularly, um, especially when I'm at a low point. It's really rewired my mind to be more elastic, more upbeat, and more positive. I think when anything happens in our lives, there are three ways we can interpret it. Uh, positive, neutral, or negative. Um, so, for example, let's say you parked your car and somebody put a big dent in it. Uh, there are three ways you could look at it. If you want to be negative, you could say, uh, I've done a lot of things wrong and this is God's way of getting back at me. I feel hopeless. I deserve this. Um, if you said a neutral way, you know, people get in car accidents every day. I guess it was my turn. Um, if you want to look in a positive way, you say, well, I've been wanting to get this car repainted anyway, so <laughs> maybe I'll get a little insurance money to help out with that. So, <laughs> Um, if you really want to train your brain to be positive and, and not let your thoughts run on autopilot, too many people let their spend their time emotionally out of control, mentally out of control. So uh, create a gratitude journal and um, you, you really reap the benefits of having a more uh, elastic mind, I, I suppose. I love how you broke that down, Fire Nation. I hope you're absorbing. Danny, do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Entrepreneur on Fire. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I give you an endorsement. <laughs> um, actually, I have an app you know that I've been using lately that I could I could share. Actually, cool. Uh, it's it's called Streak. Have you heard of Streak, John? Yeah, I think so. But expound. Yeah, it's basically a free, uh, really easy to use CRM, which is client relationship tool, uh, client relationship management tool for Gmail, and um, it's got a bunch of awesome features. Like you can create these snippets which are basically shortcuts for sending emails faster. Um, you can also see whether people have opened your emails or not. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, which is pretty important. So yeah, I've had a couple people actually that have emailed me recently that have been like, I know you opened my last email. And I'm like, really? <laughs> How'd you know that? <laughs> and you didn't know you didn't know how they were doing it, John. Well, now you do. <laughs> oh, can I block that somehow? <laughs> I don't know, John. Is there like a anti-streak app out there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're probably... Hey, maybe there's a winning product idea for one oh, of your... I just uh, gave somebody an aha moment. <laughs> <laughs> if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? Um, John, it's hard to say because there's so many books that are uh, instrumental in my development as an entrepreneur, but um, I'd say anything by Dan Kennedy, anything by Brian Tracy. uh, Actually, one book that really opened my eyes was The Art of Closing the Sale uh, by Brian Tracy. I think that's the title, but I think the biggest roadblock that stops people from becoming self-employed is the the ability to actually earn money doing it. (laughs) And many people can promote and market themselves very well, but they become timid when it comes time to ask for money. And uh, this book really helped me to overcome my fear of closing and asking for money for what I do. And there's so many valuable techniques and things that you can copy and paste from that book. So. And where do we find Buy Your Own Island? Uh, Buy Your Own Island is going to be available on Amazon for, uh, probably by the time you publish this interview. And, It'll be um, mid-March, so you better get your act together by then. Oh, okay. <laughs> It'll definitely be available. <laughs> Uh, you can also go to buyyourownisland.com. Um, I'll also include a free uh, gift for your listeners to download the audiobook for free. Oh, um, wow. And you can also check out, I have a blog and a podcast at openworldmag.com where we uh, feature topics like location-independent entrepreneurship, lifestyle design, and, and hacking your business and your lifestyle to be more effective, more productive. Killer. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Danny, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? (laughs) I love this question. So I'd really focus on surrounding myself with the right people, um, going out and finding them. I think people really are the greatest asset, both in business and life. Um, finding these people, approaching them and being humble and saying, uh, asking for help. <laughs> I guess saying, uh, hey, this sounds crazy, but I'm literally from a different planet. <laughs> I just arrived here and I know no one. All I have is a laptop and $500, but uh, I'm a self-starter. I'm willing to work uh, my way up. So if you have time and could just you know help me get started in the right direction, I'd really appreciate that. There you have it, Fire Nation. And Danny, let's end today on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Okay, John. Um, so I'd like to share a, a quote, if that's all right. Yeah. There was a really great quote that really stuck with me, and it's by Eric Hoffer. Um, and uh, it kind of goes talks about entrepreneurial fear. And um, the quote goes like this. Uh, There are many who find a good alibi far more attractive than an achievement, for an achievement does not settle anything permanently. We still have to prove our worth anew each day. We have to prove that we were as good today as we were yesterday. But when we have a valid alibi for not achieving anything, we are fixed, so to speak, for life. Uh, Moreover, when we have an alibi for not writing a book, painting a picture, and so on, we have an alibi for not writing the greatest book and not painting the greatest picture. Small wonder that the effort expended and the punishment endured in attaining a good alibi often exceed the effort and grief requisite for the attainment of a most marked achievement. (laughs) 
So that's a, that's a long quote, but um, it really uh, resonated with me because uh, whenever I tried doing anything in my life, I, I always felt this fear and um, I always, uh, you know, just, just actually going out and doing it and just publishing a book or book it, booking a ticket to Brazil or, you know, what, what have you. I mean, it's terrifying, but you just have to go do it and you have to fail forward and, um, you know, make errors on the side of action. If somebody, uh, if you're presented with a choice, a decision in life, you can stay in your comfort zone or you can take action. Take action. Don't even think about it. Just go. Someone invites you on a road trip for the weekend, say, yep, let's go. And it'll increase your personal power and expand your comfort zone in ways you can't imagine. Powerful. So what's the best way to find you, Danny? Yeah, so you can check out the book website at buyyourownisland.com. You can also check out my blog and my podcast at openworldmag.com. And I'm also available on Twitter and Facebook at uh, the handle DanDanFlood, just like that. Dan Dan Flood and Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Danny in Thailand and JLD in San Diego today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Danny in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with all that we talked about today, resources, books, contact information. Danny, brother, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Is it time to create and launch your podcast? 15 video tutorials with yours truly await at freepodcastcourse.com. See you there.